Hello and welcome, friends, to another edition of Sustainability Now with me, Justin Mogg. We're here on your community radio station, my friends. This is Forward Radio, WFMPLP Louisville, broadcasting from here in the historic Habern Building at 106.5 FM. And we also live stream to the world. Maybe you're listening to us right now at forwardradio.org. I hope you will go to that website and become a part of this station. We built it for you. It's radio for the people, by the people. So you are the people we want behind these microphones sharing your stories and your perspectives and uh, doing citizen journalism. We'd love to get more of that on our station. So go to forwardradio.org, click participate, pitch us how you want to get involved, uh, and also chip in a few bucks. We rely entirely on listener support to stay on the air, and it only takes $20 a day. So what a steal. We could do this together if you go to forwardradio.org and click on donate. Well, it is such an exciting time of year. There is so much going on in the fall, and one of my favorite events every year is the Louisville Sustainability Summit now in its eighth year. And that's what we're going to talk about today is the Sustainability Summit put on by the Louisville Sustainability Council. And I'm so excited to have two friends from the council in the house right now joining me in studio, Julie Donna and Tiffany Broyles Yost. Welcome, friends. Happy to be thanks. here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Before we dive in, let me introduce you a little bit more. Julie, you've known from this program before, she's been here in your ears talking about not just the summit, but but other things too. She is the sustainability coordinator for Louisville Metro Government, and she's also on this year's summit planning committee. And Tiffany Broyles Yost is an architect who does sustainability work and is on the board of the Louisville Sustainability Council and is the chair of this year's summit planning committee. So if anybody knows what the heck's going to happen on November 10th, it's <laughs> you all. And I'm so glad to have you in the studio with me. Uh, what is the theme for this year's summit? Well, thanks for asking us. It's really great to be here. This yeah. is my first time on the show. Welcome. Um, and I'm really excited because this year's conference is called Powering the Movement, Building Community to Fight Climate Change. And Man, we need that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we are really focused not just on sustainability ideas, but how we as the people who live here, right. the neighbors, um, get together and actually make that change happen. Yeah. So that's what we wanted to focus on this year, building off of our event last year, which was really focused on the kind of social equity and mm -hmm. sustainability side of sustainability. Which I thought was super valuable. I really enjoyed last year's uh, summit. It is a shame that we're not in person because of the pandemic. Again, we're going to be doing this virtually, but I thought it worked really well last year. So this means you can join in your pajamas or whatever you're wearing from wherever you are right uh it's on a wednesday the november 10th is a wednesday from 1 to 4 p.m and yep. people need to register in advance uh there is a small fee right to join and uh there is a discount for members of the louisville sustainability council maybe our listeners don't even realize that it's a membership organization yeah we are always looking for members of the louisville sustainability council and you get a lot of member perks that include discounted tickets on the annual annual Louisville Sustainability Summit. Uh, we also love to feature our members in our annual uh, and monthly events like Green Drinks. And right. um, so we are always looking for new members. We have different prices for how large your organization is. And also just looking for individual members who uh, want to get involved and dive into the Louisville Sustainability Council's programs and just get involved in our collective impact for a climate future that we need. And I've highlighted many of these ongoing events and, and initiatives of the council in the past, but maybe we could quickly just give people a feel for what are those
those programs they may have heard of and didn't know was associated with the Louisville Sustainability Council. Yeah, so as I mentioned, uh, one of them is Green Drinks. Right it on. is a monthly Not program. Not enough drinking anymore with the pandemic. <laughs> I guess you got to drink alone, huh? <laughs> well, you know, we, we have moved that event to virtual, and yeah. so uh, they usually are at, uh, uh, pre-pandemic, they were at various bars, restaurants, and locales around Louisville, and usually ones that have been implementing sustainability into their restaurant that, yeah. practices or bars, and we loved just highlighting the different areas uh, but of course we've moved everything virtual and uh, but we welcome people to, to crack open a beer while they're sitting at home and... I, I do recall a recent one where someone was live videoing from their seat at the bar and you can watch the bartender go while you were listening to the speaker that that was my kind of green race yeah, yeah. but Justin you're in luck this year because while the summit itself is going to be virtual we are trying to find a way to get the community together and so nice. we're having an after summit party at Logan Street Market. So for those of us who do want to see each other, there's some outdoor space, um, and we'll be meeting there from about 4 to 7. Oh, cool. And you don't have to register for that. That's just a hangout at uh, Logan That's Street right. Market after That's the right. summit, right? Yeah, yeah. Basically, your entry to the summit virtually also includes the entry to that little after party that we're having. Okay, exactly. so... Uh, we'll probably mention it again, but how do people register and learn more about the summit? You can go to louisvillesustainabilitycouncil.org slash summit and see the full agenda there and uh, then click the link to register and it'll take you to our registration page. And can listeners still get an early bird ticket? Is this the last minute? Yes, do it today. Do today it is do the last day for early bird tickets. So okay. save those dollars by registering today. Great. All right. So uh, what what can people expect uh, if they've never been to one of these summits before? Uh, what kinds of things happen in this three-hour window well, we're really excited this year because we have a really good mix of both national speakers and local Ooh. speakers representing the issues that Louisville specifically is facing. So the topics really cover a range of things from climate justice and advocacy, community building really to affect positive change and improve outcomes in terms of climate change. Yeah. And so our keynote speaker this year is Jasmine Crow, who is the CEO and founder of the Gooder Corporation, Gooder. Um, the Gooder Company. And she's an amazing woman uh, from Atlanta who saw in her community that there was um, a, a lot of hunger and, a, and food scarcity. And in her mind, um, she saw this not as an issue of poverty necessarily, but an issue of logistics. Yeah. And so she developed this app called the Gooder app, which connected businesses who have food that they're going to throw away oh. with people who need food and and that's how her kind of this very mission-based organization developed so we're going to hear from her she's amazing she's been featured in the new york times she's been on cnn she's done ted talks so we're really excited to have her coming to louisville virtually and that's g-o-o-d-r that's right yes. and it's, it's a national app right yes. like can we use it here in louisville well, okay. we hope so. She has um, a lot of national organizations um, as clients, and it would be great to see her working in Louisville. So hopefully she'll meet some people um, through our event. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so and the Gooder app 
kind of launched in Atlanta where there was a, a real food security need in, right. in her community that she noticed, but then it has launched in various places across the country. And so it's a, a great example of some resources all pooling together and, and people in a community identifying that need and then kind of bringing in some assistance and resources to, to fill that need and, and make some positive Absolutely. change. Wow. Okay. So the keynote, is that kicking it off at one o'clock? Yeah. So Jasmine will be kicking off at one o'clock. Okay. Um, and then we have a few announcements. We have some surprises um, in store, some new things to talk about with the Louisville Sustainability Council. And then we'll feature three different speakers who are more locally based. Um, oh. And they'll also be talking about how they're really building community within their own neighborhoods to address social equity and climate change needs. Yeah, so that, that panel's called Connecting Louisville Communities for Climate Action. Okay. And so that's really focused on what our residents can do, what neighbors can do, how neighbors can band together and really come together and collectively identify a need and then shift some power, mobilize resources, and make the change happen. Yeah, take uh -huh. action locally. Yeah. yeah, that that is so important in the climate change situation that we're in. Yes. It can be just so disempowering, right? Like it feels like this big hairy mess, this big global problem. What can what can one person or one community do? But the reality is, we're like we all play a role in it, and yeah. we can either come together and be part of the solution, or we can just keep doing business as usual and be part of the problem. So, who is on this panel? I'm so excited to hear. Well, one person that we're really excited to have, who you know well and was just on your show last week, is Melanie Long. Who's Melanie the, Long, yeah, yes. who's the executive director of the Center for Neighborhoods. Um, she's a she's a spitfire. I love Melody. That was such a fun interview. Yeah, that was a really great show. And we also have Ebony Cochran, who oh, yeah, is Ebony. With, yeah, they're all people you know. I think <laughs> I haven't had her on the show yet, though. <laughs> you need to get her on. Yeah, yeah. She's been doing air quality work. Yeah, from the right from the Weston Air Quality uh, yeah. Organization. For, yeah, the Rubbertown Emergency Action. Oh, React, yes. React. React. That's what I'm thinking of. Yes. React. Ebony's from yeah. React. Okay. So that has a yeah React is a really good story of, of neighbors coming together and, and seeing, you know, we need to build power to really fight for our air quality in our neighborhood. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're kind of excited that these, uh, you know, uh, we, we're we all familiar with Melanie. We're familiar with Ebony and, and her work. Yeah. But, but yeah, the, having everyone together in a virtual room and, and discussing, you know, solutions and what's worked and what are some strategies and, and, cool. and what are the barriers we're facing to really yeah. come together. Yeah. And there's a third panel member? Yeah, we have invited a representative from the Kentuckians for the Commonwealth, nice. uh, which is doing a lot of great work in, in grassroots organizing and, and power building. And especially right now, they have a, a project going on about uh, climate change and canvassing around neighborhoods to, to talk about climate action. Wow. So uh, Chantrice Martin has been invited to, to join the panel as a, a final oh, representative. Chantrice Martin, now you're talking. <laughs> Boy, if that doesn't get the people out, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, KFTC uh, is just does such good work. Is this is this um, canvassing project statewide even? 
Yes, yeah, it's going on uh, in Louisville, but also in, in cities across the Commonwealth. With some deep listening, right? Yes, uh, yeah, it's a very, yeah, I don't want to give away too much because it'll <laughs> we'll talk about it at the summit. And um, since that's an ongoing project, there will be hopefully some, some lessons learned and, and stories to share about uh, how our neighbors view climate change and how we can help to, to get everyone together for a collective vision for, for change for our future. Yeah. And um, so that's, that's ongoing, but they're knocking on doors and, and saying, you know, what are what are your concerns, uh, not just about climate change, but air quality? What are you concerned about for your for your children and their future and, and or your energy bills? And how can we all tie that together into into uh, our future? Yeah. And there's going to be a big, strong justice component here. When you get the panel of powerhouse black women like this together, like yeah. we're going to be talking about environmental injustices in our city. Chantry speaks her mind. Yes. <laughs> I mean, this is going to be an, an exciting panel. So uh, is, and that'll be around two o'clock. Yeah, about yeah, on that's the right. Okay. Yeah, right after the keynote, and then again, some some exciting announcements interspersed in between all of these panels. Awesome. And it's not just the panelists who are amazing. We have Emmy award-winning journalist and news anchor Jean West who will oh, be nice. moderating this panel. So it'll be a great discussion, and you can guarantee that the conversation will be flowing right. um, really well. Yeah. And I'm sure there'll be like a way for audience members to submit questions and things like that. Q yeah, and a absolutely. In the chat. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And then there's a regional panel as well, right? Tell me about that. Yeah, so um, our, our last panel of the day is really about linking businesses and communities okay. to really accelerate impact. And we're excited about this one as well because we have um, a couple national speakers. Katie Hunt-Moore is the managing director at NationSwell, which is a um, consulting organization that really helps businesses find their kind of authentic voice in the philanthropic work that they want to oh, do. Nice. Um, we also have Scott Columns, who is the founder of Canopy New Canopy, York, which you're probably yeah. familiar with. And then we have Lisa Zwack, who is head of sustainability for the Kroger Company. Oh, really? Um, yeah, so we have a few... Uh, we have a, a kind of nonprofit looking to help businesses figure out how to do the kind of sustainability work, the social equity work. We have Katie Huntmore, who has a long resume of doing this kind of work with Virgin United, with Etsy. She started her own foundation for students in Zimbabwe to oh, get wow. an education. So she has firsthand experience and business experience with this kind of work. Um, and then we have someone who's in business trying to figure out how to do sustainability. At the national at, level for Kroger, right? For, at the national wow. level for Kroger. Um, wow. So, you know, you often have to come against a lot of challenges in oh all these gosh. different categories. So we're, we're <laughs> excited to see all these different perspectives around business um, in this last panel. Yeah, yeah, and you may have you may be familiar with Scott Collins' uh, Canopy Kentucky and how they are. Um, they call it the Good Business Movement, right. and they're trying to grow the Good Business Movement in Kentucky. And so we're going to see what strategies there are to both, you know, make businesses more sustainable, more accountable to the communities they serve, and then just discuss of how yeah. how they can really serve the people and align their business mission with benefit to our communities and have a positive impact in the world. Which, I mean, a lot of businesses are learning. This is also good business. Yes. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes. How, do we, how do we use business yeah. to create positive change? And I think that's what we're going to talk about. And 
it's great to hear it from people who've actually done that work in their organizations mm. and also hear about it as all of our listeners might be trying to do that work in their organization um, where maybe the actions aren't quite aligned with the mission yet. So I think what we want is to have kind of a call to action for uh, our attendees. You know, how do you how do you address an existential crisis like right. climate change, a global problem on a neighborhood scale? And that's really the heart of a, what we're trying to get at um, and, with and this And how summit. do you address it wherever you are, whether exactly. you're a Louisville resident or a corporate giant, right? Mm-hmm. Like all, everybody along the spectrum plays a role in this. So it's fun to come together at the summit. We're talking about it today here on Sustainability Now with my guests, Julie Donna and Tiffany Broyles-Yost. They're both on the planning committee, and uh, Tiffany is the chair of the summit planning committee with the Louisville Sustainability Council. And we're talking about the 8th and annual sustainability summit which is going to take place virtually on wednesday november 10th from one to four and you can get your tickets now last chance for those early bird tickets is right now at louisville sustainability council.org and you may want to take this opportunity to join the louisville sustainability council and get a member discount what I kind of dove right into the summit and and would love to back up a little bit more and talk about the council itself, too. Um, It's now in its 11th year, right? This is this is an amazing organization. So who is members of the council and what, what do we see as the role of the Louisville Sustainability Council? So the Louisville Sustainability Council connects and convenes our community around sustainability. So they seek to be the collective impact organization where Everybody can come together, see their role to play, connect with other people that are involved in this space, and help people find ways to plug in and take action. So the members include anything from our our small local nonprofits and grassroots groups to our large corporations that are involved in sustainability work and and environmental justice work that um, that are all seeing their role to play and getting involved in the council to really plug in and and play a role in that as well as individuals of course yeah when when i was part of this bingham fellows group way back in 2010 we started envisioning this whole thing i mean we didn't have a name for it yet but we really felt like uh in looking around the landscape of sustainability and environmental activism in louisville or just initiatives not just activism not the right word but the 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 main thing we lacked was a a space to convene to bring people together we know that all these organizations are doing great work uh but when we can come together and collaborate and learn from one another and build together like that's where the secret sauce is i think (laughs) yeah so it's been so great to see the evolution of the organization and we mentioned green drinks but that's green drinks in the summit are sort of two of the signature things uh, going on with the council but there's other stuff too right yeah there is a quarterly program called green convene that is a bigger version of our convening coming together and talking about a, a specific sustainability topic so it's kind of kind of like a mini summit almost that hones in on one sustainability issue we cover you know have uh, transportation or energy and really focus on on what we can do in that space what organizations are are doing different initiatives and how we can all yeah. tie that together and and coordinate and so um those happen quarterly and that's been a, a long long-running program that yeah. um of course that has also moved virtually, virtually. Yeah. <laughs> i used to lo- love getting everyone together but uh we still have successfully moved that program to to all virtual and um, had a great some great attendance and some great programs uh throughout the the last few years virtually 
And that's cool, too, because I remember when I first moved to town, Green Convene was its own thing. Uh, and, yeah. it, and then now it's kind of become yeah. a program of this bigger effort, the Louisville Sustainability Council, yeah, which I think is really effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what else can we say about the council and some of your initiatives? There's this Do Something Green campaign, right? right? Yes, there is. Yeah, we're also really proud of this um, effort because it's it's the kind of newest um, program that we've that we've had. So just in um, the beginning of this year, 2021, we launched the Do so- Well, we launched it um, the previous year, but we just on March 1st announced the first awardees within our Do Something Green campaign. And so it's a series of micro grants for organizations or individuals who want to do a program and nice. need a small loan or not loan sorry small grant, small grant. Um, to get that um, <laughs> snow paint it back um, uh, a small grant to pay get that pro- right to pay it forward that's right uh, to get that off the ground and so we were really excited this year because we had several bunch of applications really fan- right yeah. yeah and and several really fantastic awardees um the Muse Farm from Black Market, the Garden Project at Field Elementary School, the Energy Conservation Outreach Program at Kentucky Interfaith Power nice. and Light, Jefferson Memorial Forest, electric vehicle charging stations, a real variety of, um, of winners within that um, program. And so the 2021 cycle um, will be opening soon and is going to be much bigger and more inclusive to sustainable projects than ever before. So wow. we are really excited. We're going to um, tell you a little bit more about um, last year's winners and make some announcements around the um, the next cycle yeah. also at the summit. Yeah. So last year we launched that initial micro-grant round and it, mm-hmm. uh, at the virtual summit last year, and it was very exciting. And so uh, we've had some great projects come from that. And so uh, this year, of course, uh, not giving too much away because you'll have to tune in at the summit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're going to make it bigger and better than ever. And last year, we received over uh, $50,000 in requests for the grant. So that really shows there is this community need out there yeah. for Absolutely. getting started in projects and, and getting this work done and on the ground. And and we uh, the need is out there, and the Louisville Sustainability uh, Council is trying to find their place to fill it. And it's neat, too, because it's not... A traditional granting program where you have to be a 501c3 right like this is pretty much open to anyone who's got a project idea it could be companies could be That's nonprofits, right. churches whatever right yeah you submit an idea um and it, it, we go through and look at all the different applications um but yeah we're really looking for um ways to support people who are doing something green really taking action because we want to do more than just convene people to get together and socialize um we want to get we're convening people to take action right because we're trying we're all still trying to move the needle um and that's that's really what this program is all about. Yeah. Very cool. And um, and kind of going back to the theme of the summit, we're uh, trying to get neighbors to, to come together and really find their own solutions and, and then find resources to help them, you know, make this change. And so, um, yeah, and a lot of the barrier to community groups is, is getting that 501c3, mm, uh, right. you know, certification is, is a barrier. And we're trying to uh, get these uh, grants out into the community without community groups facing that kind of barrier yeah that's cool uh and there's this is also a bit of a fundraiser for the council right and there's going to be a raffle this year do you want to tell me about that 
Yeah, th we have some really exciting um, raffle pieces. There's three different baskets. Tickets are twenty dollars. So you're buying each. one raffle ticket. You might win any of the three, or do you purchase? For... You can pick which pick. basket okay. you want to okay. um, to try for. And you don't have to attend the summit to buy a raffle ticket, I imagine. No, okay. you do not. Yeah. Okay, what are these local baskets? So uh, we have one basket that I'm just going to list all of the, the uh, yeah. features in the basket. And we have three different ones. So this first one um, has items from uh, the Post, Waterfront Botanical oh, Gardens, cool. Bean Coffee, Corksicle, Monic, Weightless Float Center, Laxadaisy, and Blue Dog Bakery. Oh, and that wow. has a value of $470. What? what? So oh, these are some gosh. awesome local businesses that you also you know get to, to have a taste for and experience and, and and maybe keep supporting these local businesses uh, once you get the raffle and uh, you know get familiar with them. Yeah. So these are some some great partners that we have. And then the, the next basket uh, is mostly Old Forester and also includes a Flying Axes ticket for two hours for eight people. So if you just want to have a good time, get have drunk some drunk and throw some axes. You, yeah. you, you got to do it in the opposite order. Throw oh. axes first, drink you the Old Foresters later. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, it's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we um, yeah that's gonna be a good one. Okay. Very, honestly, kind of jealous of whoever gets that yeah, one. Right, right, <laughs> so, right. um, I had to put in a few tickets for myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last basket uh, has a Wilshire Pantry, Nothing Bunt Cakes, West Six Brewing, Ooh. Rainbow Blossom, Churchill Downs, Louisville Stoneware, Louisville Tea Company, and Chef's Cut. Wow. So that is a, a very extensive basket. So yeah, wow. any any of these will be really a, a catch to to win. And again, it, tickets are twenty bucks. You get to pick which basket you're going for. Yes. And do they get these tickets at LouisvilleSustainabilityCouncil.org as well? Yes, you can get the, the raffle tickets in the uh, same place. Uh, well, there's a link at the same place, LouisvilleSustainabilityCouncil.org. You'll find summit. a link there. Okay. Uh, yeah, but yeah. The, if you want the specific link, it is LouisvilleSustainabilityCouncil.BetterWorld.org. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, we use the, the Better World platform. It's an online uh, raffle and silent auction. Right. Uh, yeah, because, again, we had to find a virtual solution for that. <laughs> yeah. You know, we always, had, in the in-person summits, had had some uh, silent auction uh, yeah. items, uh, yeah. if you remember, that laid out. But we can't all mingle around a room together, right. but we'll mingle around the uh, the virtual, <laughs> the virtual platform yeah. and, exactly. and, and put in some tickets there. Okay. And is there, what's the deadline to get your raffle tickets? I mean, are, are we pulling these names during? the summit the names will be digitally pulled yes at the end digitally, of the summit yeah. so it, the, they'll be drawn and notified i believe that day or the next day and um it's it's a really the baskets are really great and each basket is worth over 450 dollars. Wow. so for your 20 dollar ticket um you're entering a chance to win a pretty pretty sizable prize so um, we're excited and, and we're really appreciative of all the local businesses that have donated. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because that's, it's just really great to see the support for the organization. Yeah, this is great. I mean, pulling together these businesses that either care about sustainability or like they're based in sustainability. I mean, you mentioned Lack of Daisy. There's a yeah. local jeweler that makes jewelry from recycled metal. I'm not even sure. It's, I just heard that they do recycled. I've been trying yes. to get them on my show for a long time. Yes. <laughs> Tell me they, about them. Um, I, I don't know for sure, but yeah, they do uh, make their jewelry out of sustainable materials reused, yeah. I believe. Metals, and um, cool. and it's, yeah, it's a, a cool uh, shop. And I, I actually haven't made my way there, but... Frankfurt Avenue, aren't they? Um, I think oh, I, sure. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say. I'm not sure. We gotta research <laughs> they, that. They uh, also. <laughs> um, 
they've supported Louisville Grows in the past and, and have just been a great partner for our sustainability yeah. nonprofits in the city. Yeah. And then the summit itself has some sponsors. I know you want to shout out our, our awesome sponsors for the summit. Of course. Well, um, I, as I work for Louisville Metro, our Office of Advanced Planning and Sustainability is a proud summit sponsor. Nice. And so we love being involved in the planning, but also, you know, supporting the organization, supporting the event to make sure that it happens successfully and smoothly. And and so we, we ourselves are a, a proud sponsor. Yay. Thank you, Metro. Yeah. And in addition to Louisville Metro... Um, the Kroger Company is a sponsor we're excited to have. PNC, the Rotary Club of Louisville, LG&E, and the KU Foundation, and the Louisville Zoo are all wow. sponsors. So we, we thank them. It's It's been really great. This has been such a generous group of sponsors. It's it's really making a difference in how we'll be going forward next year. Yeah. And, and Louisville Sustainability Council has individual members, but then also organizational members, right? So... Uh, how does that work in terms of summit discount? If I'm a part of a company that's a member, do I get discount? Yeah, and you can also get group tickets. Group uh, tickets, yeah. okay. Yeah, so uh, we encourage, especially because we're all disconnected in this virtual summit, uh, you can get a, a group ticket and then um, your organization can host a, a watching party at your place. And, um, and uh, Tiffany's uh, yeah. firm is actually going to be doing that. Yeah, so GPV and Architects, where I work, we have a small office in Louisville and a larger office in Cincinnati. So a oh, lot of okay. our Cincinnati staff and our Beijing staff and our Minneapolis staff and our Beijing. Pittsburgh staff are wow. all going to be joining from their remote locations to um, watch the summit. So we're excited to have that group ticket mm. option. And we also have a, um, speaking of the watching parties, we have some accessible locations for people who uh, maybe are coming from out of town. I know a few of them that want to um, attend the networking after party, but uh, still want to tune into the summit. So we, uh, and then also making it accessible to people who maybe can't afford a ticket. We right. have uh, a location at the Shawnee Library and uh, and one at the Northeast Library where we'll be uh, playing the summit um, oh, as cool. it happens in, in one of the rooms. So. Cool. Wow. Uh, if you yeah. are having trouble affording a ticket, you can attend that. And then if you are just wanting to, to watch it with a few people, you can yeah. also join in there. Okay. I'm speaking today with two of the organizers for the 2021 8th Annual Louisville Sustainability Summit. It's going to be on Wednesday, November 10th from 1 to 4 p.m. And I've got in studio with me Julie Donna from uh, the Sustainability Coordinator for Louisville Metro and Tiffany Broyles, Yost, the Summit Chair and Board Member of the Louisville Sustainability Council and an architect at GBBN where she is Director of Sustainability and Resilience. And she's a lead AP architect architect we've got 15 minutes left to go i don't know if you've got more things i didn't ask about the summit to share uh you could certainly can again get your tickets now at louisville sustainability council.org uh but if there's nothing else about the summit i can ask you more about what you you got going on in your professional life so tiffany i i would love to get to know more about what you do uh for sure. ggb gbbn and and what you know architects generally work in a kind of a collaborative cross-disciplinary way, if you want to think about it yeah. like that. Um, but tell me about sustainability in the architecture field. I mean, uh, it's really been evolving and, and kind of booming, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've seen growth in green buildings um, yeah. 
over you know the last five ten years it's still happening during the pandemic it's definitely one of the largest markets in construction um, so that's been great and we see it across all program types within design so healthcare um, oh, yeah. higher education affordable housing all of those are sh moving towards more sustainable, more equitable um, buildings and yeah. designs. So I think, you know, for us as a firm who kind of has a mission that, or a mantra really, that designing for people is the most important thing we do, that we're serious about that. And so we are looking both to improve the well-being of the people who come yeah. in our buildings, but also make them more sustainable and design low-carbon buildings. So that's the kind of primary areas of focus I think you're seeing right now across yeah. design. And it's it's not stopping. We, we're seeing the markets shift mm -hmm. um, and clients shift that yeah. way. And LEED itself has evolved over yeah. time. LEED, oh, yes. for those who don't know, this is a program of the U.S. Green Building Council, Leadership in Energy and Environmental Design, which is a point-based system for certifying different projects as doing the right thing at different levels, right? Yeah. Um, and and that, that continues to evolve as we learn more about sustainability and as we start applying these principles to different things. It used to be just buildings. Now now there's LEED for neighborhoods and cities, yeah. right? Yeah, so originally it was... Um, building specific and for different building types and then it's grown to um, communities and neighborhoods um, and now even uh, lead for cities exist yeah, yeah. and uh, the city of Louisville is has um, gotten a lead um, is in we, process we, of yes, getting yes we have the, received a yeah. we received a grant to work on uh, lead for city certification and wow. we don't have any announcements yet but there might be one coming soon about what our certification is and uh, to stay tuned okay there. yeah I know yeah. I've been getting some questions myself that are <laughs> helping with that application so uh, very cool um, yeah and I love that you know it's it's our buildings are crucial to our all around sustainability in the city and in the world, but then taking this more holistic look Absolutely. is really important too. To, to, to highlighting what our uh, great highlights are and then where we really need to improve and, and comparing that along the same universal baseline that U.S. Green Building Council really establishes. Mm -hmm. And um, and that really helps us, I think, moving forward mm -hmm. to, to identify where the sticking points are. Yeah. Yeah. Has the city worked on any building level projects where LEED is or, or have any planning going on where you're using LEED principles or? Well, um, our libraries, all the new construction oh. for the libraries have been LEED certified. Nice. Um, yeah, we have a, a wonderful design team there. Um, yeah. And we also uh, hired our first energy manager. Oh, good. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> you may be familiar back in uh, earlier this year, we uh, brought on Zach Tyler, and he has been fantastic and is actively working really with our, you know, we don't have much new construction going on, yeah. but uh, making sure our existing buildings are really working as energy efficiently as possible and optimizing our operations to save Louisville Metro taxpayers dollars while being infinitely more sustainable yeah. here. Yeah, and that's really important. We really, um, as much as we as architects um, would like to talk about new construction, um, it's really important. We really need to be renovating and bringing up our existing buildings because it's they're already there um, and yeah. sometimes the most sustainable building is the building that's already built so we need to make sure that we're bringing up all of our buildings and I think um, what's so exciting about the work that the city is doing and this kind of city scale approach is that 
you need your buildings to work really hard, right? But you can't rely on your buildings to do everything, not a single yeah. building to do everything. It's um, a, a single net zero building won't solve our problems. We need all of our buildings in the city to work together. Um, and that's where we need these kind of scaled approaches that I think we're seeing more and more mm -hmm. of now. And that's what then the Louisville Sustainability Council also can in convening everyone together. We really get this holistic approach and, and really um, get to not hone in necessarily on purely renewable energy or purely transportation, right. but really kind of focus on on everything all together. And again, uh, kind of focus on what needs to be focused on when yeah. that becomes urgent and kind of and then shift and adjust when when that also uh, is called for. Yeah. Fantastic. And Julie, you also, uh, Metro hired finally uh, uh, another person to work with you, right? Is, <laughs> is her title sustainability analyst? I'm not sure. She's a sustainability specialist, specialist. Sumaita Rao. And uh, we're very excited to have her on. Um, she's been helping us uh, go across the finish line for the Lead for Cities <laughs> certification and um, has really been helping us uh, plan our sustainability projects and programs uh, moving forward. So, yeah. yeah, we're very excited to have her. It's good not to be just an office of one i know i know how hard <laughs> yes, that can be we are yeah we are in the office of advanced planning and sustainability yes. so we actually have this yes. uh, huge not huge but <laughs> a um <laughs> not a huge team but a, a, a hard-working powerhouse of a team yeah, wow. that looks at all the long-range planning for the city mm -hmm. our sustainable transportation and neighborhood planning and how we can and so we're always working together to see how we can integrate sustainability into that work and how uh, we can incorporate their neighborhood engagement and their transportation initiatives into our climate change work. So yeah. it's a it's a great um, in, integration since we've been merged with advanced planning. Well, and let's talk about the other part of your title, Tiffany, is mm -hmm. Director of Sustainability and Resilience. Right. I'm curious to know what that looks like in the architecture world, but I also know that the city's done a lot of work on resilience, oh, yes. right? Yeah, well, I think... Um, Resilience looks a lot of different ways uh, in buildings. Um, you know, whether you are a mission critical facility like a lot of our healthcare work, where yeah. you 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 can't go down, or whether you just want to have your business back up and running quickly, it sort of depends on what kind of approach you're going to take. But I think a, a lot of organizations are trying to figure out both how to mitigate climate change. Mm -hmm. Uh, but also adapt to it. Yeah. Um, and that's a big part of the resilience efforts, you know, whether it's like having operable windows. Um, yes. So yes. when the power goes out, you can you can right. um, open the window. Simple things like that to to more complex um, backup systems and um, renewable energy. I'm absolutely. Sure, renewable oh, yes. energy. Is yeah. A, is People a big don't one. think of renewable energy as a key to resilience as well yeah. as climate change mitigation. But it's really um, having a more distributed grid really makes makes us more resilient when it comes to uh, extreme weather and power outages. Yeah. I mean, resilience to me is about not putting all your eggs in one basket, you know, yes. <laughs> whether it's, you know, I, I don't only know one neighbor and I don't know all of my neighbors or whether all my energy is coming from this one power plant. Well, what if it goes down or the lines go down? Um, so, yeah, having distributed energy, got to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, what other aspects in, in resilience? I know the city did some work in, in climate uh, adaptation, right? Yeah, we have our climate adaptation plan, Prepare Louisville, and that's really a guide to how we can adapt to the inevitable changes that we're seeing uh, 
Louisville's temperature has been gradually increasing yeah. every year already. We know that we're locked into, unfortunately, a certain amount of climate change. We yeah. can, of course, take action and really stop climate change in its tracks, but we also do need to adapt and be resilient. So, um, and then we've been. Uh, since we did prepare Louisville, we have some, uh, I think my main resilience project since then has been the Parkland Plaza. We have been oh. partnering with um, Center for Neighborhoods, Trees Louisville, and uh, gotten some, some wonderful outside funding from this organization called Partners for Places uh, that really all came together and realized a community vision for this green, resilient, cool park. Wow. Uh, both cool in temperature, and it's a, just <laughs> going to be a really cool uh, neighborhood space for for events and for uh, children to play. And where is that in Parkland? Is that right in the like sort of historic business district? Or yes, it's adjacent to the community garden right there. I so so yeah, twenty um, yeah, eighth and Dumanil. Yeah, awesome. And so, of course, the the neighborhood summit is also coming up, and, uh, and they they're going to be talking about that there in uh, a, a great project of the Center for Neighborhoods. Um, it, yes. It's the this, this sustainability work is very collaborative, right? Absolutely, yeah, it absolutely. has to be, yeah. and that's what the Louisville Sustainability Council is for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, an opportunity to come together and, and make some plans and visions together. I mean, it, it's so funny. It, we, it, you know, when I'm talking to people about sustainability, they often feel like their their choices are constrained because of the world that is around them, whether it's the architecture or the entire way the city's planned and developed, right? And it, and you know, I'm always sympathetic. Like it's true, it's sometimes a little harder to do the right thing because we've built the world in a certain way, but. We also need to take individual action, and and in so doing, like we also learn things about how we could build better, whether it's a city or a building, right? Yeah. Yes. And we are, yeah, it's it's true that individually we may be limited in our resources, our time, our power, but then when we all work together collectively, that just expounds and we're so much less limited in our resources, in our power, yeah. and what change we can really make. Yeah. Very good. Well, we're nearly at the end of our time. I just want to certainly give one last reminder that this is your last chance to get early bird tickets to the Louisville Sustainability Summit at louisvillesustainabilitycouncil.org slash summit. Again, it's coming up on Wednesday, November 10th from 1 to 4 p.m. Uh, it's been such a treat having both of you as planners for the summit here in the studio. I want to thank you for the work because I've been on this planning committee before <laughs> when we hosted it at UofL, and I know how much work goes into it behind the scenes. People do not realize uh, that it is really a labor of love. So I want to honor you for doing that work, you all. <laughs> thank you. Thanks. It's been, it's been a lot of fun to work with such a committed group. Very cool. Uh, and the Louisville Sustainability Council is always looking for volunteers. Uh, if you want to become part of the planning team in the future, uh, I'm sure you can get in touch with them at louisvillesustainabilitycouncil.org uh, and offer up your services. Is it too early to say, is the 2022 conference summit going to be in person? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fingers yeah. crossed. <laughs> I certainly hope so, but there's no saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'll say I'll give a shout a very needed shout out to the executive director Ooh. of the Louisville Sustainability Council, Julia Murray, yeah. who has just been incredible in in really pulling everything together, all the details, making sure our, our T's are crossed and I's are dotted, and um, also just le leading this work and, and being yeah. a great asset to the team. All right. Yeah. 
And and so you can, if you're interested in volunteering, getting involved, becoming a member, uh, you can absolutely contact her as well. Uh, and that's her info's at louisvillesustainabilitycouncil.org. Perfect. So we hope to see you online from 1 to 4 on November 10th. And then in person, right afterwards at 4 o'clock, we're all going to get together at Logan Street Market. And there is outdoor seating so it can be COVID safe. And if you haven't been to Logan Street Market, great place uh, for checking out small local businesses. There will be drinks and food available there, right? Yes, we're going to have a great time. Yeah, right. it's going to be fun. Well, I look forward to seeing you all there. And thanks so much for taking the time to join me on air tonight. Yeah, thanks Thank for having you. us. It's been fun. All right, stay tuned, friends. Coming up in just a second, your community action calendar with lots of ideas about how you can get engaged in sustainability right now. This week, you don't need to wait for November 10th, but definitely get, get registering at LouisvilleSustainabilityCouncil.org. And stay tuned, my friends.
here on Sustainability Now with me, Justin Morgan, your community radio station, Forward Radio 106.5 FM and forwardradio.org. We've got the sweet, sweet sounds of local favorites Apple Latin behind me now. Many thanks to them for giving us permission to use their great local music on the podcast versions of all of our programs that you can find at forwardradio.org and you can learn more about them at appalatin.com well i hope you've got your pencils sharpened and your calendars out get ready to take action for sustainability this week my friends one of my favorite things to do every fall and spring is help restore our urban tree canopy we are losing so many trees every year and uh, it means less oxygen less wildlife habitat less stormwater infiltration less valuable products less shade and more heating and cooling needs in our buildings so hey let let's plant some more trees in our downtown area and you can help me do it this week uh community tree plantings are happening with the metro division of community forestry throughout the week Louisville Parks and Recreation is seeking volunteers to help with these fall planting of street trees in our urban core. No experience is necessary. Tools and gloves and instruction are all provided. And this year they're focusing on the downtown central business district right here where we are broadcasting to you from at Forward Radio because this is one of the worst heat islands in our city. So... Maybe you can get out with a shovel and help fix this problem this week. Join us on Tuesday the 2nd from 10 a.m. to noon, Wednesday the 3rd, 10 a.m. to noon, or Thursday the 4th, also 10 a.m. to noon. If none of those weekday mornings work for you, then come on out and join me on Sunday, November 7th from 1 to 4 p.m. You'll need to register for these volunteer opportunities in order to be sent the specific downtown location, and you can do so using the Better Impact app. Find the link to register at facebook.com slash Forestry. That's facebook.com slash Forestry. And if you got any questions, you can contact Sarah Flarsheim. She's the volunteer coordinator. And you can call or text her at 502-901-8191. Now, coming up this weekend, Saturday, November 6th, is packed with sustainability, and I hope you'll be a part of it. Uh, November 6th is the date for this year's Project Warm Blitz. They're doing it a little differently because of COVID this year. They're seeking volunteers for what they're calling a drive-through blitz be a part of a team of two to three individuals and help distribute self-help weatherization kits to hundreds of homes across the city on Saturday. 
Please have your team leader register first if you want to be a team member. Volunteers will be helping low-income, elderly, and handicapped residents get access to the basic materials they need to weatherize their homes in time for the heating season. What could be more sustainable than helping those in need save money and stay comfortable this winter? by reducing the amount of energy they waste and therefore the carbon footprint of our city. To volunteer, you can call 502-636-WARM, W-A-R-M, or you can find more info at projectwarm.org. Projectwarm.org is the place to go to sign up to volunteer on Saturday the 6th for the drive through Blitz. Now, as you heard last week, Saturday the 6th is also the Neighborhood Summit on the theme of healing our communities, working towards positive change. It's taking place this Saturday from 8.15 in the morning through 3 p.m. out at the Louisville Urban League's brand new sports and learning campus at 3000 West Market Street. The Center for Our Neighborhoods Annual Neighborhood Summit is a day-long conference that showcases community-building success stories and celebrates neighborhood development across the Louisville community. Through interactive workshops, engaging keynote speakers, a regional vendor fair, and networking breakouts, Neighborhood Summit attendees learn about community achievements, they make valuable connections, and they come away inspired. There'll be networking where you can meet like-minded community members from across Metro Louisville, including neighborhood leaders, local government officials, and nonprofit partners, and expert keynotes hear from local and national experts on important and groundbreaking efforts in community building and local action. This year's keynote speaker is T. Gonzalez, director of the Center for Health Equity at Louisville Metro Department of Public Health and Wellness. You won't want to miss T's awesome talk. There'll be awards, and you can enjoy lunch with hundreds of your Metro Louisville neighbors and celebrate the great work happening across the region. Who should attend? Neighborhood leaders or emerging leaders, longtime or new neighborhood leaders and board members or citizens interested in starting a new neighborhood association, existing association members of uh, neighborhood associations, homeowner associations, condo associations, subdivisions, suburban cities, neighborhood watches or block clubs. Neighborhood businesses should also attend. Local businesses, business associations, and corporate partners interested in the health and vitality of neighborhoods. Nonprofit community partners are also welcome. And finally, locals, government officials, and staff are welcome to come here from your constituents, share your expertise, and develop stronger relationships with and new ideas for the communities you serve. You can learn more and purchase tickets for this Saturday's Neighborhood Summit at centerforneighborhoods.org. That's centerforneighborhoods.org. Also, Saturday, November 6th, it's Bernheim Tree Art Walk with 2020 artist and residence Lucy Azubuki. Uh, and that is from 2 to 4 p.m. You can join 2020 artist and residence Lucy Azubuki on a guided tour of Cull Hollow Loop and learn to see the forest through her eyes. Meet the artist at her newly installed sculpture at the Cull Hollow Trailhead, where you will learn more about her creative practice before embarking on the trail to find tree arts of your own. Participants are encouraged to bring a camera and join in her quest to document one million tree arts at Bernheim. You will never look at trees in the same way again. Registration and a small fee are due by 4 p.m. on Friday, and you can do so by calling 502-955-8512 or just go to bernheim.org that's b-e-r-n-h-e-i-m.org 
Also Saturday at 2 p.m., many months ago, we talked about this. The tenant organizing training continues collectivizing our struggles in various locations around the state and online in collaboration with tenant-led organizations. Kentucky Tenants, a project of Root Cause Research Center, launched this tenant organizing training series back in the beginning of August. And it continues this Saturday and every Saturday through December 18th from 2 to 3.30 p.m. The theme this Saturday, November 6th, is Direct Action 101. And the thing wraps up in person here in Louisville on December 18th with Tenant Organizing in Kentucky. Where do we go from here? You can sign up anytime between now and the final training on the 18th of December. Learn more and register to participate at rootcauseresearch.org slash tenant training rootcauseresearch.org slash tenant training on sunday november 7th there's a couple great events you'll want to know about the before you buy workshops put on by the louisville climate action network continue this sunday at 4 30 p.m and the topic of this workshop is insulating your home or business. It's going to take place in person out at Beargrass Christian Church, 4100 Shelbyville Road. Consumer tips for insulating to save money, increase comfort, and reduce wasted energy that results in planetary destruction. And what better timing than as the chill and the nip in the air finally comes along to think about insulating your home or business this winter. Although it's just as important if you air condition in the summer homeowners and office and commercial building owners can all benefit from this workshop presented by the amazing sarah lynn cunningham with the louisville climate action network you can learn more about this workshop and register at louisvillecan.org louisvillecan.org for the climate action network and lastly, I want to let you know that this Sunday, November 7th, the Kentuckiana Beekeepers Association is having their educational session and elections for members uh, from 6 to 7.30 p.m. in person at the amazing Louisville Nature Center. The Kentuckiana Beekeepers Association invites you to this in-person meeting with Master Beekeeper Leonard Davis, presenting on spring swarm control, splits, and requeening using the Snellgrove method. I think I'm going to go and I'll learn how to do it. I actually already know how to do it, but I'm going to learn some tips to do it even better. I'm definitely going to have to split my hives after this winter. Learn more at kyannabees.com. K-Y-A-N-A-B-E-E-S.com. And join the Kentucky Anna Beekeepers Association and come on out this Sunday, November 7th at 6 p.m. at the Louisville Nature Center for their next in-person educational session. And that's all the time we have for today here on Sustainability Now. I thank you all so much for tuning in. Hope you have a great first week of November and welcome to the fall, my friends. And I will be back in your ears again in one week's time. Be well, everyone.